How you doing? This is Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. My name is Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm TJ Miller. And right now you're listening to Sandra Carusi. The one and only Sandra Carusi. Carusin on down the listening highway. Welcome to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio, AM 640 and HD Radio. Wow. Welcome, Dean Young, hey. co-host. Hey, Toronto. Hey, Canada. Hey, Canada. What a week. What a week. I uh, was, uh, I'm pleased uh, about uh, last week I was able to host the Look Good, Feel Better Mirror Ball 2017. Uh, they have, this is the most they've ever raised. I say that, you know, hosts say that because yeah. then hosts like to think, take credit for stuff like that. But I'm not. I'm just saying. You know what? I'm sure part of that was the old cruiser charm. Yeah, I'm the sure. Old Sandra Carusi flashing. Charm. Uh, I got to see the beautiful Anne um, uh, Mulholland uh, from Real Housewives. She's beautiful and fun and very kind. And what a heart that woman has! Like her story is incredible, and a lot of great people. So it was nice to see you all. Thanks for listening. They all said I'm going to listen to your show, which doesn't mean they're going to listen. But <laughs> for the two who might. Uh, hello. And then, Dean. Yes. A lot of stuff in the news, man. A lot of stuff in the news. Uh, Hollywood is crumbling. It's crumbling. Day by day. Louis C.K. We're safe, though, because we're in Canadian shows. Oh, yeah. Nothing so happens fine. here. Yeah. I want to welcome our panel because we're going to talk about this right off the top. Ian Sirota. Hey, great to be here again. Gemini Award winning nominated comedian who's been featured as writer and performer in Comedy Inc., Comedy Now, Gutterball Alley. His infamous hoax appearance on Jerry Springer, which was hilarious with Minnie Holmes and uh, Johnny Guardhouse. And um, regularly featured headliner on club stages and the producer and co-founder of the 905 Comedy Festival, which is coming up when? November 24th, 25th, www.905comedyfest.com. Buy tickets uh, in Oshawa. The Shua. The Shua. We're going to hear this plug about 19 times during the show. And Stephanie Herrera, who's also part of the 905 Comedy Festival. Welcome, Stephanie. Hello. We love you a long time. Yes, baby. <laughs> Comedy Award and Latin American Award. I forget about the Latin part with you. Yeah, I know. You well, it's Herrera. But it <laughs> looks, Herrera. I always say that because I look very Italian, Hispanic, but yeah. I masquerade as a white person. So if it's a Caucasian role, yes. my agent's very happy. You could be whatever. I can swing either way, baby. Yeah. And your your one woman comedy musical "Am I Pretty Now" was featured in the 2017 Toronto Fringe. It was incredible. I'm I was so like not feeling well in the summer that I wanted to attend that so badly, and I heard such great it, reviews. It, I couldn't have asked for better reviews. It was yes. fantastic. Good for you. Thank you. Welcome both of you, Dean. Let's get into this. Yeah, we got to talk. Some stuff has happened we since have last to talk. week. I'm in the fetal position. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the Louis C.K. news came out that he would uh, openly masturbate in front of female comics. Did this happen once or multiple times? Do we know? Multiple. Multiple. It was multiple. Yeah. It was multiple times, and we knew in the comedy industry, and, and the rumor was going around. Yeah, the rumor was going around, right? And I remember hearing it in this studio a couple of years ago. And this happens here a lot. We talk. We we just hear behind the scenes for comics because you guys are touring across the country, North America, and you you see stuff, you hear stuff, and so with this, are we surprised? Like so. Well, it's know. one of those things where like. Yeah, it was just sort of this whispered thing in the back halls for years, right? And you never knew, uh, was it true? Is it, and other comedians, like in, more recently, Jen Kirkman was talking about it and Tig Notaro was talking yes. about it. But it's the same thing that happened in here here in Canada with the Gameshi thing, right? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot of people yeah. in, in the industry and in the boardrooms and stuff and in power positions knew what was going on, but they were 
keeping this stuff hidden because obviously, you know, he was the Louis he was a big name. He was making a lot of money. But yeah, to, and Louis was taking off, so yeah, they yeah. were protecting it. Louis was huge. Louis was at the top of the stand-up heap, really. Mm-hmm. Right? Ian, what do you want to say? I just think we're a really seedy industry, and uh, <laughs> that yeah. is just a perfect it's example a of it, and it's not it's shocking not, it's, me at all. No, not at all. I mean, I always say there's there's been a casting couch ever since they invented a couch. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lazy boy galleries, you yeah. know? <laughs> Sleep country or but whatever. But in Canada, it's like a patio chair. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's like... I think it's because of how immediate everything is now, right? Mm-hmm. Like how immediate news. I think that's why it feels like everybody has these stories. Because, yeah, this stuff has been going on since the beginning of time. It's like in 2016 when people were like, just every musician ever is dying. No, it's just a generation of baby boomers who are yeah. reaching that age. It just is happening all at once. It's kind of like Good all point. these stories are coming out at once, right? Yes. And obviously, the Harvey Weinstein uh, yes. episode uh, helped and the Me Too uh, campaign spurred on uh, people being open about uh, what's going on and you know, I, wanting justice. As men, yeah. let's just go with, with Dean and Ian, obviously. I don't know, Stephanie, might, maybe you go there too. I don't know. Uh, guys, uh, do you think this is a witch hunt? Well, I'm more of a boy. I'm <laughs> <laughs> more of an no, old I, man. I, I so between know, us. I yeah. No, because I know you guys, and I know it's you guys are not going to think it's a witch hunt, but on uh, social media, there's a lot of talk. There's a witch hunt now. <laughs> no, I think- Shut up. I think that, uh, you know, just these things happen to be coming to light all at the same time because it's sort of an avalanche effect, right? Because people see, okay, so-and-so has been exposed. Well, now I have the courage to come forward with this. And I think- I think people are just nervous of not knowing the difference, what might be hearsay and what might be an actual incident that occurred, I, right? I agree. That's yeah. the danger is the avalanche of it could cause people to say stuff that, you know, we do have to wait for courts of law to say, yes. yeah, he yes. did do that, right? right? Not like just hearsay saying and then their career is over because yeah. people do have the right to defend themselves. And it can be tricky, in, in especially in the, the world of social media today, right? It's right. like all it takes is a hashtag to trend, and that's it. You're done. Everything <laughs> like, was is gone. Like, I don't have my pants on right now, but it's not because <laughs> we I accept want to expose you. myself. Yes. I just, that's, I'm comfortable. <laughs> we'll talk more after the break with Ian Sirota, Stephanie Harada, and Dean Young on Inside Jokes Talk Radio AM 640. Hi, this is Sugar Sammy, and you're listening to Sandra Cruci on Inside Jokes, showcasing the best in comedy. Yeah. Inside Jokes, we're talking uh, what's going on in the community here in comedy and entertainment. Lots going on ever since the Harvey Weinstein story broke a few weeks ago uh, about um, his disgusting behavior uh, with actresses and encouraging them... um, just a casting couch story. Yeah. And uh, welcome back, Dean Young, Stephanie Herrera, and Ian Sirota. And we're going to hear more about their um, 905 Comedy Festival. Returning this November 24th. Yes. Yeah. And 25th at and the 25th. Army Creek Community Center. There you go. With uh, with uh, Laugh Out Loud uh, coming to tape as well. That's going to be a big show. Sorry. Huge. You know, I'm going to, I was very upset. I'm missing that. I know we wanted you to be part of it. I know. Yeah. Did you hear that? Next year? Next year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm all over it. I'm going to be all better. And um, 
So it'll be interesting when we say next year, who knows? Like, did we ever anticipate a year ago that these stories would break like this? Like, this is this Harvey Weinstein thing just opened a whole world. Like, what was let's let's get to what we're talking about off air, okay? Which was these parties. So, Ian, you were talking about the Cirque du Soleil parties. There was an article in McLean's, it goes back to 2009 now. Yeah, that the, said that, I um, uh, can't remember his name again, the guy, the founder of uh, Cirque. Cirque, Cirque du Soleil, uh, he held, uh, Guy Laliberté, li- la <laughs> yeah. uh, had these well parties where he'd invite all these celebrities and they'd uh, basically- On an do, island. On an island, they could have sex with like Cirque du Soleil Fantasy performers. Fantasy island. Yeah, oh, yeah, and whoever they wanted to and do whatever they want to do and everyone would be complicit in the secret, so- um, that's that's been going on for a long time in Hollywood, I guess. And then Stephanie, what was the one? I year just we... tagged you, and you know what? Thank and I you. looked it up. It's called an open secret, and it's been pulled off YouTube. <gasps> this was amazing. It came out with all of these allegations that the pedophilia is the one of the biggest, and always has been the biggest problem in Hollywood because oh they get God. these young kids. Some of these parents actually send their kids because they can't. They're all over the, uh, the, you know, mostly the United States. So they send their kids to live with these managers who oh. abuse them. So Corey Feldman, uh, the two, two Corys have said, but this documentary named because some of the kids actually took now they're older they took these guys to court these included like the director of x-men um Uh. the mr pickles or whatever they're all registered sex offenders the guy um one of them works at nickelodeon currently which is unbelievable so Mm -hmm. they said we're just we couldn't find anyone that would actually distribute this film so we're just going to put it up for free on youtube so i watched it i posted it and i just i tagged you on it but it's been pulled already because these, these guys they named them they, and that's the oh, big they thing. Named they them. named these guys yeah. and they said where they are today and they're all working in the industry. Still. Brian Singer was one of them, right? That was the X-Men wow. director? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he had all these allegations. Yeah. Did you mention Nickelodeon guy? Yeah, he's yeah. working currently okay. with children at Nickelodeon and what's he's his, a registered sex offender. What's his name again? Uh, Mr. Pickles. Just Google Mr. that. Mr. Pickles. <laughs> Pickles. No, I think I if that's his legal name, name yeah, you would know. Well, should I mean, be no surprise there. Sorry, and what did you say? That's pretty well, you know, he's a pedophile with a name like that? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. That right there, if anything else, aside yeah. from maybe carrying a lot of candy all the time, that, that is pretty... a scary name. Yeah, yeah that is. That was I'm, his I... character name, and yeah, he became famous. Loved, uh, you know, a, a beloved kids uh, performer. You, and you he's know, at Nickelodeon we, right now. We have to keep repeating their names because we want it out, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we wanted out these guys, right? In our big. Uh... I'm never going to be able to watch the Pickle Rick episode of Rick and Morty ever again. The <laughs> oh same. Oh my that's god! For sure. There was another article. Uh, Justin Bieber, a sex scandal imposed uh, inside his church's pedophile secret. So. Uh, there was something, I don't know if this is the exact article, but there was one I was reading about where he openly talks in his church about Hollywood being pedophile. And they talked about it in the documentary that there are these parties where the older men would come right. and all the, and he said, you should, I mean, it should have been obvious there were no women. There were absolutely no women, even the servers, because they had all this booze and drugs. Ugh. It was all men. And then so the rule was after a certain time, everyone had to be naked and they'd get in the hot tub. And then he said, you know, slowly, like, oh, well, there's not enough room and sit on his lap. And, st- and they literally, and these guys were saying we would wake up drugged, naked with men you know, with us, uh, and it's and it was, and they said, and these were regular parties. And what's his name from um, uh, the, my so not my so-called life? What's the one Wonder Years? Yes. he was doing a tour uh, of that. They, we had crazy parties here, like they all wow. went to these parties, and no one said, "Where are the women? Where are the yeah. parents?" Wow. Oh, yeah, wow. wow. So what do we do? Do we boycott movies? 
Like, oh, that's well, a good question. A lot of people are saying, "Can I think do vi- we boycott?" Victims have to speak up. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I'm a survivor of uh, of that stuff myself, oh, and uh, many so years good. ago, and and I spoke up, and I didn't get the justice I wanted, and I I don't think a lot of people get the justice they want, but the more people that speak up, the more you stop people from doing mm-hmm. it. Like, uh, you got to say something, and you got to be believed is the really important thing. I mean, there's a, that we're that, and that's why I'm wondering why people aren't speaking up more and naming names, but there is that. Fright that that frightening thing about liability, like they can mm-hmm. turn around and say you're slandering, and we just we just mentioned, yeah. you know, you're innocent until proven guilty. Mm-hmm. But we have to. The first thing I always say is when these rumors, quote unquote, come around, you have to believe them. The first mm-hmm. thing you have to take them seriously and say, yeah. okay, let's investigate. And this. and if it is this entire you know underlying culture, which is terrifying, but if that is the case, then. That means all of these people, all of these people in positions of power have built up so many de- levels of defense yes. and they've for been this groomed. scenario. And they've right? been groomed to be uh, repeat offenders themselves. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. they were uh, uh, yes, sexually molested yes. first and then yeah. they were groomed to become uh, offenders themselves because right. that's part of the culture that yeah. they, they grew, they're in. Right. Well, we'll talk more on this after the break. Uh, because we have to. We just have to talk about this. We we're have also, to get it out. Uh, we're, we're going to bring in our friend uh, John Moses. Don't John forget how funny our festivals. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we're going to bring in. John. <laughs> we're plugging a comedy festival. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. One allegation at a time. Yeah. Between the tears come laughs. Uh, <laughs> this is just the way it is, though, isn't it? Isn't it just yeah. wacky like this? Like it's just madness. It is. But you still got to laugh. But that's why we're comics, right? You take the bad and you make... uh, Yeah. Make it cathartic. We're alchemists. You make alcoholic lemonade. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) More on Inside Jokes. Talk Radio AM 640. This is K. Trevor Wilson. You're listening to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi. Hakeem Optical makes fine, fine eyewear. Inside Jokes, and we talk behind the joke, inside the joke. What's going on? And Weinstein, uh, as this whole situation has turned the industry upside down. There's all these people coming out, these women coming out saying what's happened. Ian Sirota's here, Stephen Herrera. Stephen Herrera. Stephen, what's wrong See, with me? Now I, got, now I, got, yeah, now I can Stephen talk like Herrera. a guy. I can Stephanie. get the guy's opinion now. Um, and we were talking, you know, uh, I think, I don't know, Stephanie said it or whatever. Now that all these stories are coming out, now comes the legal part, or I think Ian was saying, yeah, that the, these the women fear. are going to have to, well, prove. And with, get lawyers. And, and get lawyers. And that's well, not and, an easy road, right? Like, no. yeah. They're not going to get the justice they wanted, right? They're, it's not, I mean, with the avalanche to Hollywood, yes, but in real life, if you accuse somebody of something like this and you go to court, it's very hard to prove and you're probably not mm-hmm. going to get what you want, but I would say, as someone who has done it, that you are going to get the freedom of letting it out. Yes. Yeah. Like and a lot of this it. stuff is coming out in the form of you yes. know um, articles in the Times and the Post and, and yes. the trade papers and stuff. Because like the that. silence is the killer. It's yeah. The thing yeah. that and the guilt inside. that you're that if you yes. don't say something, other other people will right. be affected by this. So you have to do something. Right. And you know, when I think of the John Gameshi story, look how what everybody did to those women. Like mm-hmm. those yeah. women vilified horrible people. Like you know, it, it was purposely done. I think so. No more women come forward, and um, I but know the, because the law said, "I don't care 
you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. Like the all these women don't want fame. I don't care what anybody says. Mm-hmm. As a woman, can I speak for every woman? Yes, I can. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Dean, what were you going to say? Well, I mean... As a woman. Dean. As a woman, yeah. <laughs> like, imagine being one of those people high up in the boardroom who knew exactly what was going on, and you've mm. got these 20-year-old, you know, Ryerson broadcasting students who are coming in, and you're throwing them in to go intern for somebody like Gian Gameshi, mm-hmm. knowing that you're throwing them into the wolf's den, mm-hmm. right? And you just live with that. Just like, well, I, I know, know this is going to happen, but... Did they know? I yeah, know. oh, some of the schools stopped sending interns. Yeah, some people <gasps> knew. But they you know knew. Why? The That's school right. knew. That's right. Yeah. The schools. There were too yeah. many complaints coming back. Did That's all those right. producers oh survive that? That's my question. Is like, did everyone who knew what was going on and are they what account- happened, are they considered did they survive or are they still working on that show? I mean, the, the show itself survived, which shocked me. Yeah. That they just renamed it and retooled it instead of saying, you know what? We want nothing to do with this. Yes. We're going to move on, have a new show. And- Normally it completely gets wiped out. Right. Yeah. Yes. And it seems like like people held on to their jobs, but I don't know for a fact whether they did or not. But if they did, that seems so wrong. Well, and it was an interesting thing for us in Canada too, because we don't have a lot of quote unquote celebrities in Canada that are homegrown like that. We don't have a lot of household names. He was a celebrity. No, but he was a household well, he was. name. I mean, yeah, he was. And he somebody... ticked all the blo- boxes, right? He was uh, exactly. Yeah, he wasn't a white dude. He was yeah. very liberal in the way he sounded. And there's very few media personalities like that in our country. I mean, there was pretty much Gameshi and Strombo. That yeah. was, right. So this was happening with one of our very few household names. Mm-hmm. So it was just a massive groundswell. It was a massive shock for the entire country. But like Weinstein, I, people knew about that for years. He had been doing that for like 20 years. Yeah. yeah. And well, what happens, what some of the women were saying, you just never think it's going to come to your side. Like you'd never think by blowing the well, whistle. We were also talking about the like this, the the doubled stereotype yes. that goes both ways, which is terrible shock. The first thing is that this whole concept that when some men were posting Me Too as well, a yes. lot of women attacked them. How dare you? You're not allowed to. Which drove me crazy. Why? Because because it, it can happen to men, men and women, too. like yeah. boys and girls. Like that irritated me to no end. So there's that double standard that was coming up out of it. And the other one too is that the fact that now, now I agree, meetings should not be happening in hotel rooms, period. But <laughs> yeah. it also bothers me that if, like I use the example of Ian and I, we're at a nice comedy festival, let's say, and a big producer comes and says, hey, Ian, do you want to have drinks in my room? We're going to go have drinks after. Do you want to come with me? And it's, now Ian's argument is, but he could come on to me. We, yes. we know that too. But the thing is that there is... Is never a second like hey I'll go out to drinks with this guy I might get a deal out of it but I as a woman have to it's my responsibility yeah. to, to actually stop and go mm, maybe this isn't a good idea because I'm a woman that's an and then you'll yeah, get that's your burden yeah, yeah. yeah for sure it's her burden because then she'll get blamed it's always oh, her absolutely. fault right like you should have known like, better you should have known but not Ian though no, not Ian no, he's allowed to go no. well and it's the same thing in comedy really like for 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 men to go out and go to a comedy club or a bar at night and go up on stage and talk about sex they could just do that and we can go home and not even think twice about it. For a woman, go into oh. an environment where people are drinking no. and now right. there's this feeling in the audience that like, well, she's but slutty. she's talking about sex, yeah. so it's open field here. Yeah. It's totally different. I have never had to worry about that. I go, I do my set, and I mm-hmm. leave. That's about as complicated as it is for me, and that's just the truth of it. You well, know? we're talking about a whole bunch of great stuff here on Inside Jokes, as we normally do, on topical things happening in Hollywood, in the comedy industry with Louis C.K. Uh, lots to talk about here and more after the break on Inside Jokes, Talk Radio, AM 640.
Hey, this is Colin Mockery from Whose Line Is It Anyway? And you are listening to Sandra Carusi on Inside Jokes on Talk Radio AM 640. Pants optional. Inside Jokes, we got Stephanie Harada and Ian Sarota and Dean Young. They've, um, <laughs> you can't really do that with my name. No, there's nothing we can do. This is what happens when we just get a little silly. We're having a good show, though. We're talking about lots of stuff going on. Well, we're talking about... So serious. Yeah, yeah. it's been the 905 Comedy Festival and sex crimes. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Which there will be no sex crimes at the 905 Comedy Festival. This is our industry, though. But hang on. I just want to ask something to Stephanie for a moment. Um, We were talking about this off air. And I just... We have, so you've never had. I, I'm trying to rack my brain. Like when you were because younger. Because I probably have. Yeah. Because yeah. you're an attractive woman. I guess so. But mm. I was a big mouth. My thing is, I think because I was such a big mouth. Nobody I'm said not, anything to I, I'm, not a, I'm not predatory material, I don't okay. think. Because I'd be, I, yeah, I couldn't handle bullies. My sister got bullied as a kid and I, and she was older and I'd go and scream at her. I remember yeah. looking up at big kids yelling at them. I couldn't okay. stand so that here's, stuff. So here's my challenge. I have a hard time and I've seen a few comments on Facebook. Um, either the person is is gay, like a lesbian, or uh, either the person maybe might not be physically like attractive. attractive, and they outwardly say, "Well, I don't know, maybe it's the way these women are acting, but I've never been hit on or whatever." Now you didn't say that, Stephanie. You didn't say that first part. Um, maybe because I'm not asking for it. Maybe that's why you said because you have a big mouth, which is a good point, right? But I'm struggling. Uh, with these comments from like maybe the lesbian wasn't hit on because the guy knew she was a lesbian. You know what I mean? I'm just sure. Well, there's a shocker. Yeah. I said, know? and I mentioned that in my pilot. Um, I don't know if I can say the name of the pilot on air. Are we allowed to say that? Throw it out. We'll see. No. No. no I got to no. know. Okay. <laughs> um, Julia's going to say, say this. It's, it's, a, it's a last name. It's a Turkish last name. K U N T Z is a Turkish last name. Rhymes with and that's her last name. Yeah. The, that, so it's named after the title character. But she says she doesn't get a promotion at the beginning of the pilot. And she says to the boss in front of everybody in the announcement, is this because I didn't sleep with you? God damn it, kind of thing. And he points out the young girls in the room that he did sleep with. And he turns to her and says, (laughs) you're sleeping to the top days are over. Sorry, because she's in her 40s. So I think that is something that is out there in our world today that, you know, Harvey Weinstein wasn't bringing up 40-year-old women, 50-year-old women, good looking or not. He was bringing up young 20-year-old and they're predators. I they they can would... really tell the ones that are going to be embarrassed. Yeah. That they they groom them, like you said. Yes, they they yeah. know who they're, they're taking shy. up. Yeah, they There's... wouldn't take a big mouth. Even when I was twenty, he would not take me up. No, no, no. <laughs> but the, I think he would still take a forty-year-old up if he. Could. You think so? Well, she was hot. But he didn't. It was all young. It was all the yeah. women in their early careers, young, beautiful women. Mm-hmm. And I've also never wanted a. If if Lauren Green took me in and said, "I'll put you on Saturday Night Live," if you, I don't. I would say, "Ah, eh, don't want the. I don't want. I don't think I want my." career that bad no i don't especially I don't at this age we're like no thanks like but we just learn learn green's bonanza <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> lord michaels lord <laughs> michael that's right <laughs> you know what Either that's though. right but that would be awesome yeah. if he pretended like he was lauren michaels and offered me bonanza just to see if i'm stupid enough that would be great i guess i'm not getting on saturday live now what would you do for a guest spot on Bonanza? Yeah, <laughs> little hole. <laughs> but I, I guess Joe. the whole thing with the Weinstein thing too is like, it, it's not just about. Well, we're shocked that this guy was doing that. I don't even think it's that surprising that Harvey Weinstein no, was doing not that. At all. But I think now part of this too is like people are going, yeah, the whole casting coach thing has always been around. Let's dismantle that because why is it still a thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. will it ever go away? 
No, it's a no. pretty abstract. Well, like, no, I think that it should. Like it I should. said, they, they, we shouldn't have meetings in hotel rooms. That should just right. be a period yeah. thing. Like you were saying, there shouldn't be fraternizing in the workplace. That should be. That should come back. But I yeah. think people are. This is the industry. It's very self-absorbed. We're narcissists. A lot of people yes. in this mm-hmm. industry, yes. and and people will do anything to be famous. And. People will take advantage of that, and that's never yeah. going away. That's then, right. then I think that we're raising a, a yeah. And my kids, I want to be a YouTube star. I'm like, what? Yes, like, they, they, it is in the culture. Like, what are you going to do? Too. How badly do you want it? And yeah. I'm trying to raise my kids. Going, it's a you're a dime a dozen. You're yes. not going to be famous. Like, just go through life, do what you love. The money will come. That's what mm-hmm. my mom taught me. That's right. And do good Still work. Still waiting. <laughs> and do good work and be and and lead with your morals and your ethics. We want to welcome on the line John Moses, who's a New York-based Hi. comedian. Hello, John. Originally from Hi. Toronto. So, John, we're talking about some heavy stuff I think you would like to participate in. Uh, of course, Harvey uh-huh. Weinstein's story and the Louis C.K. situation. So we were just saying, so this guy goes in a hotel room with two comics and he asks them if he could masturbate in front of them. What a great, but what a great disguise, like to use, like, well, I'm a comedian. They could think that this is a joke. So you think um, he overstepped boundaries or is it like consensual because they kind of said, yeah, sure. Well, I mean, I think it was like, like I said, I think he was kind of tricked into consent. And then they realized Mm -hmm. uh, at some point that, you know, that this isn't a joke. Um, But but also like I've I've been in situations horrible um, that I put myself into. And I'm not saying that this is the case where I was just like, oh, man, this is really gross. But at the same time, I kind of want to see how this one ends. Yes. So do you think it was lesser of a situation? But but it seems to be getting to be a big situation, this Louis C.K. Well, how about we put it in a different light? Let's yep. say that that's your fetish. You like to masturbate in front of people. Let's say that's your thing. <laughs> Let's say that's your thing. You should be allowed, now please let me play the devil's advocate, to yes. go up to people and say, hey, this is my thing. Do you mind if I do it? And they can say no or say yes, and that's consent, right? And then if they say no and you continue or you threaten them or, or make them feel uncomfortable, then that's 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 something you're going to have to pay for in the long run. But if they say mm-hmm. yes, then that's your thing. I mean, people are into S&M. Well, I think, and I think if you just go and pay for it, it's a safer route altogether. Absolutely. Yeah, but, like I always say, there's an app for that. I agree, right. John. Yeah. It's one of these things that it has to be Why set. Why do you have the, to pay for it? Why well, can't even, you just it should, be the, free any, about who you are? Absolutely, but I think it should be up front. It shouldn't be under... That me, right. To me, it's predatory when right. you get somebody in a situation when they're alone in your hotel and room. And there was and that, off, that career element too, right? I mean, you're a new upcoming comic sure. and you have this comic who's at the top of the heap and you know you're just going to roll with it yeah. because of that, right? Sorry, Ian? So I'm, I'm in the bar and I got to come up to you. We're talking and drinking and flirting. I got to go, hey, by the way, I'm really only into missionary. Can we go back to my hotel Do you know how many guys, how many people I, I would try be that. so, I would have so, uh, been so appreciative that if they had said that up front, I'm really small and I'm not very good. Right <laughs> off the bat, I would have saved myself so much Oh, heartache. Good time. Where's your responsibility? We'll talk more more after the break with John Moses on the line from New York, Ian Sirota, Stephanie Herrera, and Dean Young on Inside Jokes Talk Radio AM 640. Hey, you. I'm Maggie Casella, and you're listening to Inside Jokes with my friend Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio AM 640. Nailed it. Talk Radio AM 640, Inside Jokes. We've got comedian John Moses on the line from New York. Welcome, John. You've got hey the. Guys. And 
We've got Ian Sirota and uh, also a comedian, of course, and comedian is Stephanie Herrera, and they have their big comedy festival, the 905 Comedy Festival, coming up at the end of November. We'll talk more about that. Dean mm-hmm. Young, we're having heavy discussions uh, here. Make sure you get make sure you get tickets after the show. Uh, we're going to be signing headshots. John and Ian, how do you guys know each other? Uh, just uh, well, parties in Hollywood. Where you was headlining, he invited me back to the. Ho- <laughs> 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 It'll make your career. If you want to uh, play Hollywood, you go to Louis C.K. If you want to play Sault Ste. Marie, go to <laughs> Ian Sarita. And then we'll have like a pizza. Is <laughs> 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 that a treat his guests? See, because uh, we have to laugh about these things. Know. Do you think women, uh, men are filling women with terror? I mean, not all the time, but I mean, in some situations. I mean, the thing about sexual harassment is, like, you know, sometimes it happens without intent. Like, it's just because women are constantly bombarded with guys you know, coming on to them that like sometimes you can just be a not very good looking guy, like earnestly trying to flirt with them. And it's like, okay, enough already. You know, as a ginger, I feel like that, that number goes up for me, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, but there are times when, uh, you know, guys are being aggressive and, you know, I've also been a guy where I've done it unintentionally, but I've also been, you know, with a bunch of guys after a hockey game and a woman walks by and you're, you know, you're like a bunch of caged animals. So um, you've seen some stuff then. You saw that one party you were talking about where something was happening to a woman, a bunch of guys are around. Like, what do you do when you see something like that? Oh, I mean, listen, she, was in, she was totally in control of that situation. Oh, was she? <laughs> okay. Do tell. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that, was a, that was a situation where I was, like, disgusted, but at the same time I was like, I want to see how this ends. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know what you, well, I don't know what you ladies do in this situation. You know, that's why I guess you've been working your tie bow angles. And uh, always carry mace. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Stephanie, have you seen any Tybo. situations? Yeah. Tybo. What don't is that? that? I'm going to dance my way out of here. I haven't heard that. Uh, actually, Stephanie, have you seen any situations like walked in like a sit? No, because like I'm that. a big mouth. They don't oh, invite yeah. me to things like that. But I think we touched on something uh, on the break that Dean kind of touched on as well, which is let's just be more honest. Like if everyone's just right up front, like you yeah. said, your suggestion, your, your example was in a relationship to yeah. start off a relationship saying, yeah, just say, you know, things are going to be really good for about the first year and a half or so. <laughs> and then but eventually the sex is going to be scaled back. And, and then uh, eventually the mask is going to come off. I'm actually yeah. a completely different it's person pretending to be. It's going to be mostly fighting after a while. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're cool with that, let's do this. Yeah. Why can't we just you know do that? Know what you're signing up for, you, for you, sure. You know, you get a job and you go, you know what? I'm going to be so gung-ho about this job for about six months. And then I'm going to start looking yeah. for a new position. And uh, <laughs> why don't you take me on? Why don't we just do this in life, the millennial. guys? That's I'm the millennial such an thing. honest person anyway, yeah. so... You know, some of the things that happen out there, some of the parties, some of the... Because earlier in the show, we were talking about these crazy Hollywood parties. Well, and... I could tell you one, but okay. it's not really... It was consensual. Okay. Right? I, I met this girl, and we were staying in, like, a, a bed and breakfast, and there's all these older women uh, that were staying there. And I had tea with them before okay. I went to my gig. And then I went to my gig, and I got a little bit drunk, and I went home with this girl, and the, the number one rule at the bed and breakfast was no smoking. And then when I woke up in the morning, we were both naked, and there were like cigarettes all over the floor, <laughs> like beer bottles everywhere. And these two older women were looking at us, <laughs> and the door was open in the bed and breakfast. And, we were, and they were like, yeah, and then the next yeah. thing I know, they, the older came up and she said, get the F out of my bed and breakfast. And it was just, it was kind of more that's... funny than it was like. Yeah, <laughs> that's not like a big dirty story, it's but not that's dirty, a good but it was story. so dirty, had, like in a, in a way, nice way. In a like nice they way. had to clean up. I had kind of, of a similar thing happen, but it was. We were walking back from this bar in, in Duluth, Minnesota, and I realized I was pissing on a Christmas tree in a Christmas tree lot. 
So I just took it and dragged it back to the hotel oh, and took nice it in, you. You put it in the hotel it. bathtub. Yeah. Oh, good for you. you really that's nice. it. And we also got kicked out of that hotel. I, you know, I must be a bad interviewer, but that was the worst dirty story I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it was so, so boring. It was tree in Duluth. This has been fun. Well, we're going to come back and hear more about the 905 Comedy Festival going on. And uh, And our after party is going to be Yeah, Where you can see John Moses coming home to Canada. You can see him live at the 905 Comedy Fest. We're going to do it at Arby's, too. So it's really going to be a big deal. Family friendly. Here we go on Inside Jokes Talk Radio AM 640. to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio, AM 640 and HD Radio. Hey, this is Russell Peters, and you're listening to Sandra Juicy Carusi. (laughs) I'm here with my real estate friend, Holly Garvey-Penny. What's up with HGP's tips and trends today? Hi, Sandra. Today's tip is update your condo evaluation. Do you know what your condo is worth? Because right now, the condo market is hot. Typically, condos were evaluated every year or two. But with today's hot condo market, if your condo was assessed even three months ago, it's time to have a reassessment. Know what your condo is worth. Call or email me for an evaluation and reassessment. I can help you. So they can reach you at hgp at bosleyrealestate.com or 416-322-8000. Thanks, Sandra. Now back to Inside Jokes with Sandra Carusi on Talk Radio AM 640 and HD Radio. Talk Radio AM 640. We've got John Moses on the line, comedian from New York. He was in Canada before. He's in New York. We've got comedian Ian Sirota yeah. and Stephanie Herrada. Yes, John. Yeah, I'm, I'm from Toronto originally. Oh, but, sorry. Uh, yes. No, 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 no. That's, that's fine. But most of the people that I went to high school with that didn't take it very seriously wound up in the Oshawa area. So <laughs> <laughs> hey, I live around there. What a great segue to Ian Sirota and Stephanie Herrera and the 905 Comedy Festival happening at the end of November. Guys, tell us about it. Oh, we've got some great stuff. The 24th, we have at 8.30, we have CBC doing a live taping. Speaking of CBC, wow. doing a live taping. So Ali Hassan is doing his hosting for Laugh Out Loud. So we have people like Jessica Holmes for that show. Um, and then she's going to be hosting the next night on the 25th. And we have Tim Steves, who's a writer on Rick Mercer yeah. Report as well. One of the best comedians Love in Canada. Yep. We have, uh, Martha Chavez, Jeff McHenry. Uh, it's just so funny. We have Leonard Chan. We have uh, wow. this guy named John Moses. I don't know much about him. Yeah. And, uh, the Uncensored the Show, that's going to be hosted by Kyle Lucy with B-Zone. He's now Toronto-based co- comedian, but he's coming back. Cool. We also have Fiona O'Brien, who we're both. Oh, I love her. I uh, hired just because we did that gig together, and I was oh, so impressed. Yeah, the Broke Show. Yes. Yeah, the, yeah. We all did together. The and oh, the, like, broke the Broke Show. Yeah, show. good. Yeah, yeah. Kyle's now Toronto-based, but he's coming back. Like, it's not a 25-minute drive on the 401. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that time of night, yeah, you're right. Uh, but that, it's it's great because it's a it's a two-day festival, three shows, but it, it's for all comedy tastes. So we have our nice, family-friendly, live radio show one on the 24th, and then 25th, they progressively get worse. So we have our Honey, I Hate the Kids, uh, whoa, Mr. Whoa, Ian Sirota doing that. Better. 
Okay, yeah. sure. You look at it that way. You can go either way. Half full, half empty. That's awesome. And then we get into the uh, comics uncensored for that eleven, uh, the ten o'clock show, which John's is going to be fun. Yeah. You where? start off with the radio one, and then you pre-drink your way all the way to John Moses Live. That's yeah. I just want to know where was I going to be placed in this? Was I going to be in the dirty one? Where were you guys going to put me? Uh, wherever you wanted, Sandra. Wherever you want to be put. <laughs> I, I just, it's just where do you put the people you feel sorry for? For like where would that go? The dirty show, obviously. <laughs> Okay, Dean. Uh, please buy my album Life Hack, which comes out actually also on the twenty fourth. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Please okay. Buy that. I need cat food. Awesome. For you or the cat? Yeah, Both. exactly. <laughs> yeah. And now for your weekly listings. The nine hundred five Comedy Festival returns November twenty fourth and twenty fifth. Check out nine hundred five comedyfest dot com and check out comedian John Moses online and his two albums available now on iTunes. <laughs> Hi there, I'm Peter Wildman. And I'm Paul Chatto, and we're from the comedy troupe The Frantics. You might remember us from our long-running CBC radio show Frantic Times, or our TV show The Frantics, Four on the Floor. Over the years, we have recorded hundreds of our comedy shows, and now... Thanks to modern technology... We have assembled the very best bits and started a podcast we call The Best of Frantic Times. It is, and it's free. Find us on the Google, just search The Frantics Podcast... And start downloading the best of Frantic Times. Boot to the head! To the head! And now for this week's Comedy RX featuring John Moses. Oh, I just got married. I just got married. Yes, guys. And there are a lot of reasons why I married my wife. She's a beautiful woman. She's kind. She's generous. She's my best friend. All of that is true. But one of the reasons why I married her is because I know divorce is a thing. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to live with her for the rest of my life, but I do know that I don't have to. I was up there and the reverend was saying, do you take this woman to be your lawful wedded wife through sickness and through health? And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Because now for the ring, and the ring is a symbol of eternal love. There is no beginning and no end. It just goes on and on and on. And I was like, listen, this is nice and sanctimonious and everything, but my divorced parents are sitting right there. You see that tired, broken down old man that kind of has my face? That's my father. That's my mom at the other end of the pew, the one with the whiskey bottle poking out of her purse. Which is alarming, because it's an open bar, but here we are. I'm a product of divorce, that's what I know. Everybody in my family that's ever been married has been divorced at least once. My sister's been divorced twice. My cousin's second marriage is hanging on by a prenup. He doesn't love her anymore, but he doesn't hate her enough to give her a hundred grand. So he's just stuck there, white knuckling it. He's like, Aah! And I love my girl, man. I didn't marry her to get divorced. But if the going gets tough, I might get going. And I mean real tough. For better or for worse, it has to fall on a scale. And as long as it sort of fluctuates within the norm, you ride that down, you know? Like extenuating circumstances. 18 months of unemployment, you don't get divorced over that. You ride it out. You got a mother-in-law that just keeps on living and living and living Christmas after Christmas, sucking up all your precious family time. Just ride it out. Two glasses of wine a day turns into a crack habit. I gotta go. That sounds drastic, but I'm from Toronto where the last mayor smoked crack, so I feel like anything is possible. If it gets way worse, I gotta go, man, you know? She gains 20 pounds? No big deal. Maybe Santa slides a yoga mat underneath the Christmas tree next year. She gains 140 pounds? That's another person. 
if she's gonna start bringing other people into this relationship, then so am I. I think I got a volunteer over there. She's like, it's me, I'll do it. I don't need a million dollars. Just a couple of vodka and tonics. Thank you, John Moses, Ian Sirota, Stephanie Rara, Dean Young, Alicia, Julia, and everybody else. I'm Santa Carissi. Please tune in each week. Inside Jokes Talk Radio AM 640.